Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TF Today. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, presented by our friends at VCR Now. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, or listen to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Hi, Ashley Pickle. Hello. Hi, everyone. Today is Thursday, June 30th, 2022. It's 147 days, I think, until Thanksgiving. There's this crazy thing called Google. Uh, I, I could look it up. I will tell you. 147. Just, I when it. I type in how many on Google, the first thing that pops up is days until Thanksgiving. I've done my job. <laughs> Hang the mission accomplished banner. Um, happy birthday to... Oh, who did I see has a birthday today? Today's the birthday. I read something this morning. It was Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps' birthday oh, today. Oh, nice. Happy birthday to Michael Phelps. He's got Phelps. a couple medals. He does. Episode 1,414. On today's show, friends, we're going to unveil the winners of our Chicken Express Community Heroes Award. Then we're going to unveil the 5A rankings, both 5A Division One and 5A Division Two, the top 10s in each of the classificate divisions. And then back half the show, we're going to be joined by Dr. Hunter Taylor. Dr. Hunter Taylor is a, um, he's a professor at Ole Miss. But he is an East Texas boy, and he has written a book uh, called Draw the Line, uh, about, uh, and it is about the 2014 um, Gilmer Buckeye State Championship team with their head coach, Jeff Trailer. I've heard of that of name before. We are familiar. So we're going to talk about his book, uh, Draw the Line, when, written by a White Oak native, Dr. Hunter Taylor, coming up here at the back half of the program. So we hope you'll stay tuned for that. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Aaron Arbuckle, Vincent Gonzalez, Rob Hathaway, and Tony Blaylock. Welcome in, fellas. Hello, friends. We do appreciate you taking some time to waste with us. All right, Pickle, let's talk about this. Chicken Express and Dave Campbell's Texas Football have partnered once again to honor the heroes in your community. Male and female student-athletes that lead by example on the field of play and in the classroom were honored as Chicken Express community heroes and received scholarship money to continue their education beyond high school. In addition, each Community Hero of the Month winner was eligible to win Community Hero of the Year and receive an additional $1,500 scholarship. Woo-hoo. We had voting on TexasFootball.com after thousands of, voted, uh, thousands of votes were submitted submitted our 2021-2022 chicken express community heroes of the year are bang luke hohenberger from paris high school 
and Emma Coltrane from LaGrange High School. Congratulations, and thank you for being hardworking and dedicated individuals that go above and beyond in your communities. Congratulations to Luke Hohenberger of Paris and Emma Coltrane of LaGrange, the 2021-2022 Chicken Express Community Heroes of the Year. Each of them will receive a 50, an additional $1,500 scholarship. So Let's congratulations go. to them, and thanks to our friends at Chicken Express for partnering with us to help us honor heroes in the community. Pickle, ranking season. Ranking it's that time of year. Season. That time of year when we uh, we unveil the rankings uh, in the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, which you can get at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. We'll mail it directly to you. We've reached uh, what I think is probably the the dividing line of uh, of big schools. Yeah. Right? We've reached 5A. We're going to yeah. do 5A Division 2 and 5A Division 1 today. Of course, we have we are the official rankings provider of the Associated Press. Very proud of that. And you can find expanded rankings of every classification in the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football if you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. But first, we will roll out the top 10 in 5A Division 2, starting with... The Tigers of Texas High, the number 10 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, a regional finalist from a year ago. This team brings back a lot on the offensive line, which is going to be very important, but the defense does lose eight starters. That's a big question for Jerry Stanford's bunch, but out in East Texas, the Tigers are going to be a problem. Keep an eye on Texas High, the number 10 team to start the year. Number nine. The Colleyville Heritage Panthers are the number nine team to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A 5A Division I regional uh, regional finalist drops down to Division II this year and brings back a lot of offense, a couple of offensive skill position players. But they are going to be very young. Just two starters are back on each side of the ball. Maybe a little bit of a rebuild there, a reload, so to speak, uh, for Coach Kirk Martin. But uh, few do it better than him. Colleyville Heritage is number nine to start the year. And number eight... A team that brings back plenty. The Leander Rouse Raiders are the number eight team in Dave Campbell's Texas football to start the year. Quarterback Mason Shorb is back in there as well as an outstanding offensive line, a running back, and 10 starters on defense. This is a team that is going to be young on the outside receiving-wise, but with a quarterback like Shorb, they're going to be very dangerous. Keep an eye on Leander Rouse. We think they could be in for a breakout year. They start the year number eight in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number seven. Go Wichita Falls way to find the Ryder Raiders as the number seven team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Last year's regional finalist uh, a year ago is going to have an outstanding running game and defense. 16 starters are back from this year's squad. They do have to replace a couple pieces up front and in the linebacker spot. But this is a team that has an opportunity to make a very deep run out of Region 1. Keep an eye on Wichita Falls Ryder. They're very dangerous. The number seven team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. They've got some really good size at receiver, too. <laughs> we do. saw it seven on seven. Now, they are not the favorite in Region 1. That belongs to the number six team in the state. The Argyle Eagles are the number six team to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football, making their debut in the 5A ranks, moving up to 5A Division II. Of course, a regional semifinalist last year and a perennial power at the 4A ranks. They are moving up and they're doing so with some some experience, especially on the defensive side. The offense is going to need to find some depth and that's going to be a question. They are going from being one of the biggest schools in their classification to one of the smallest. How do they handle it? But uh, you doubt Todd Rogers and his bunch at your own peril. Argyle starts the year as our favorite in Region 1. They're the number six team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. From Region 1 to Region 2, we go the 5A Division 1 state semifinalist from a year ago, Mansfield Summit, the number 5 team to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Half their team is back from a team that made the semifinals in a division above, now dropping down. This team for Coach Shannon Hall is going to be very, very dangerous. The Jaguars of Mansfield Summit are a force to be reckoned with. Keep an eye on them, a potential to make a very deep run in a tough Region 1, a region 2. They start the year number 5 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. 
to number four, go across the bracket to number uh, to region three to find the Fort Bend Marshall Buffaloes, the number nine, uh, number four team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A disappointing first round loss to Barbers Hill aside, this is the team that uh, had the dreaded ten and one last year, but they bring back a lot of experience on both sides of the ball. Now they've got a couple of young players they need to step up, especially at the wide receiver spots. But we did see them out at State seven on seven, and they looked at the part. They're ex- the other thing that I think is really interesting about Fort Bend Marshall. They're going from one of the weakest districts in the state mm-hmm. to really a strong one, one that's going to challenge them. How much does that help them? They start the year as our favorite in Region 3, Fort Bend Marshall, the number four team in the state. To number three, the state runner-up from last year, the Liberty Hill Panthers, the number three team, Dave Campbell's Texas football, to start the year. Now, this offense is going to be loaded. Nine starters are back from last year's squad in the slot T. They're going to be extremely dangerous offensively. Now, they got to replace four D1 players on the defensive side. That's going to be tough. The defense is going to need a little bit of work. But Coach Kent Walker and company have a history of putting together their uh, some, some great teams. This could be a little bit different, maybe rely more on some offensive firepower than on the defense this year but this is a very dangerous Liberty Hill squad they're the favorite in region four they start the year number three in Dave Campbell's Texas football to number two the Lovejoy Leopards are the number two team to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A state re- a regional finalist uh, from last year has tons of experience coming back. Ten starters on offense, seven starters on defense, wide receiver, all their offensive linemen, their quarterbacks. They've got playmakers all over the field. The defense is going to need to replace the secondary, which is a big question for them. Uh, but this is a team that, because of the experience coming back, Lovejoy is going to be a threat not only to win the region, but to win it all. Lovejoy starts year number two in Dave Campbell's Texas football and the number one team to start the year in 5A Division 2 the defending state champion South Oak Cliff Golden Bears start the year as our favorite to go back to back and it's easy to see why 17 starters are back from last year's state championship squad and they are experienced and dangerous the one question we have about South Oak Cliff is quarterback Kevin Henry Jennings was so important to that team last year but he's off to SMU now can they find a quarterback if they find a quarterback they're the team to beat in 5A Division 2 hard stop South Oak Cliff has the playmakers they have the experience and they have the They have the uh, all of the things that go into the heart of a champion. They have that. South Oak Cliff is our favorite to win the Division II state championship for a second consecutive year. They are the number one team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. So there you go. The top 10 in 5A Division II to start the year. Number 10, Texas High. Number 9, Colleyville Heritage. Number 8, Leander Rouse. Number 7, Wichita Falls Rider. Number 6, Argyle. Number 5, Mansfield Summit. Number 4, Fort Bend Marshall. Number 3, Liberty Hill. Number 2, Lovejoy. And the number 1 team in the state, the South Oak Cliff Golden Bears. So your de facto semifinals here, according to this, would be Argyle against South Oak Cliff. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And uh, it would be Fort Penn Marshall against Liberty Hill. Interesting. Both of those. You want to talk very about a lot of running the ball. That game, man, that game would go by so quick. That would be really fun to watch. That would go by um, so quick. The, the power nexus in region or in 5A Division Two, I think, has to be in Region 2. Yeah. You've got four of the top 10 there with mm-hmm. South Oak Cliff, Lovejoy, Mansfield Summit, and Texas High. Um, 
We didn't even mention a team in Region 3 like Austin LBJ, which yep. we think has a chance to, to make some noise uh, moving up uh, classification. I was just going to say, LBJ, last year we almost, I wouldn't say we completely counted them out, but we kind of, if you want to call it, slept on them a little bit too after losing the two D1 defensive backs, and they ran it back again. Argyle's a real wild card here yes. because they're moving up a classification, mm -hmm. and their pedigree is borderline unmatched. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have tremendous pedigree, but they are moving up. If they move up and they don't skip a beat, then they're going to be very, very dangerous. But we don't know. And, and by the way, the re regional finalist, um, a regional finalist is um, is going to be um, a regional finalist. There is sitting there in, in Wichita Falls, Ryder. So I don't know. It's going to be very, very interesting. Region one is going to be really fun to watch. So keep an eye on that. Five A Division two, the top ten. Let's now move over. 5A Division 1 and roll at the top 10 in 5A Division 1 starting with number 10 the Tascosa Rebels are the number 10 team to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football uh, a team that last year I think really uh, really be, uh, kind of blew uh, past their expectations and was really exceptional last year a 10 and 3 10 and 3 mark regional semifinalists from a year ago this is a team that brings back nine starters uh, their offensive and defensive kind of schemes are going to be very dangerous they do have to find a quarterback and replace some offensive linemen but i do think Amarillo Tascosa is going to be very dangerous in a in a suddenly much tougher region 1 we'll get to that they start the year number 10 number 9 how about a move up from 5A Division 2? The Mansfield Timberview Wolves are the number nine team to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Eight and five last year, but they bring back 10 starters from last year's squad. Moving up a division uh, is going to be a little bit challenging. But that said, Timberview has established themselves as one of the most consistent programs in the DFW area. Keep an eye on the Wolves. They start the year number nine in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number eight, let's go down to Alvin to talk about the Manville Mavericks, the number eight team to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Death taxes, another 10-win season for the Manville Mavericks last year. Now, this is a very young team, very, very young. Bring back just two starters on offense, one starter on defense. But uh, this is a team that, of course, Kevin Hall does such a great job there with Manville. We think they're going to be able to reload in a hurry. Manville starts the year number eight in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number seven. The A&M Consolidated Tigers are the number seven team to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football and a very, very dangerous squad there in region, uh, moving up from Division Two up to Division One. Uh, this is a team that I think has an opportunity, especially in the secondary, to be very, very good. They've got 14 starters back from last year's squad. Uh, they are going to have some holes to fill, especially on the offensive side, but this is a team in A&M Consolidated that's very dangerous. They start the year number seven to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number six... The Cougars of Crosby are the number six team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A D2 semifinalist from a year ago makes the move up. They're going to be very young defensively. That's a big question uh, for Jerry Prieto's squad, but they have plenty of offensive firepower that are going to make them uh, very dangerous. If they can fill in the holes defensively, moving up a division should not be a problem for the Cougars of Crosby. They start the year number six. Number five. The Rangers of Frisco Lone Star, the number five team to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football, an area finalist from last year, has plenty of team speed and plenty of depth, uh, especially for the 5A Division I level. There's a little bit of experience on the offensive line, but we figure that Jeff Rayburn and company are going to be able to polish that off. I'm really excited to see what Lone Star does. They start the year number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number four. 
A team that leaves Region 2 to go across the bracket to Region 3. The state finalist from a year ago, College Station, starts here number 4 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Marquise Collins is back, and he is a dynamo. He's our preseason 5A player of the year, but there are some holes to fill around him, most notably at quarterback and at wide receiver. Plus, on the defensive side, which only brings back five starters. Uh, they do have a new coach. College Station, though, is not going away. Moving over to Region 3 is going to be very interesting. They start the year as our favorite in Region 3. College Station, number 4 in the state. Number three, the Alito Bearcats, the number three team to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Moving up from 5A Division II uh, from last year, their defensive front is going to be pretty darn nasty. Uh, they're going to be very, very dangerous. Uh, but if their offensive line uh, their offensive line and their defensive backfield are going to be a question uh, for Tim Buchanan's squad. A uh, few teams in the state have the pedigree that Alito has. They literally have the most state championships. Uh, but this is an Alito program that moving up to Division One, especially with the, their district bunkmate, who we'll get to in just a moment, <laughs> uh, it'll be an interesting challenge. Alito is certainly an instant contender in 5A Division One. They start the year number three in Dave Campbell's Texas football. But they are not the favorite in their own region. They're not the favorite in their own district. The number two team in the state is the Denton Ryan Raiders. Uh, their district three, five A Division one bunkmate. Seven starters are back from last year's squad. They do have some holes to fill defensively, but they've also got Anthony Hill Jr. And Anthony Hill Jr. is a man child. Uh, this is a pro- this is a program that has an outstanding senior class. They've got six guys who are three year uh, three year starters. They've got four offensive linemen back, a running back, a quarterback, a wide receiver. But the defense is going to need a little bit of some holes to fill around Anthony Hill Jr. Denton Ryan has an opportunity to make a run uh, to win all the way to the state championship and moving over to region one I think gives them a little bit of an advantage moving over there uh, instead of getting out of that that very dangerous region two Denton Ryan starts year number two in Dave Campbell's Texas football that leaves one spot the number one team in the state Dem Lobos. The number one team in the state are the Longview Lobos to start the year. Last year, this is a team that took their lumps, but very clearly got better as the season went on. This is a team that's got playmakers all over the field. Jalen Hale, the wide receiver, is the, is the star, but Willie Nelson, the defensive back. Taylor Tatum, the running back. This has team speed, they have experience, and they're going to make some noise. Uh, there are some questions, especially uh, how much do they grow at the quarterback spot. If they're able to grow there, then this team is going to be very dangerous. I think this has an opportunity to be the best Longview team they've ever had. That's saying something. They're a favorite in Region 2. They're a favorite to win the 5A Division 1 state championship. The Longview Lobos start the year number 1 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. So there you have it. The top 10 in 5A Division 1 to start the year. Number 10, Amarillo Tascosa. Number 9, Mansfield Timberview. Number 8, Manville. Number 7, AM Consolidated. Number 6, Crosby. Number 5, Frisco Lone Star. Number 4, College Station. Number 3, Alito. Number 2, Denton Ryan. And the number 1 team in the state, the Longview Lobos. Of course, you can find expanded rankings for all Texas high school football classifications in the 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, which you can secure your copy today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Your de facto semifinals, according to this, would be Denton Ryan and Longview, which was a regional semifinal game last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it would be College Station against... Wow, we do not have a Region 4 team in the top 10. It would be College Station, and I'll just give you number 11. Number 11 is Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. Yep. They're our favorite to win Region 4 um, right now. Now, I don't know how I feel about that. They've got a lot of replacing to do, especially offensively. Yes, they do. I think... I don't know. I could see... Edinburgh Vela winning that region. We did say if there was a if there was a time that a Valley school was going to push through mm-hmm. since the last time since Missions Veterans Memorial. Well, I guess Sherilyn Pioneer. Um, it would it could be Vela. It could be Vela. Um, 
It could be Vail. It could be PSJ North. There's a couple of teams there in the in the Rio Grande Valley that could make a run. Um, but yeah, so five A Division One's gonna be interesting. What I think is interesting is that realignment kind of cleared out that wood chipper of Region Two. Yep. Region Two used to be like all the great teams were there. Oh yeah. Law, but now Denton Ryan moved to Region One. Mm-hmm. College Station moved to Region Three. Yeah, because it was Ryan Lone Star yeah. College now, Station. All of them. Now to be clear. Land. Now to be clear. They do lose those, but they do add in Crosby. They yep. move over to Region Two, mm-hmm. and they do add in Mansfield Timberview. So that's no that's no fun. Uh, but I do think that Region Two kind of cleared out a little bit, which is I think also gives Longview a little bit of an advantage. They don't have to go through that wood chip quite as right. much. Uh, it makes those semifinals yeah. real fun. Real though. fun, <laughs> most certainly, most certainly. So there you have it: the five A Division One top ten. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe uh, to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Uh, go to use the promo code RECM or BIRDSUP or the Mecca to save uh, a little bit of money on your 2022 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. If you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Also, Pickle, let's talk about our friends at Athletes to Athletes. Playing football at the college level is a dream shared by many high school athletes in the state of Texas, but there's more that goes into making that dream a reality than just on-field performance. Academics, culture, interest, and location are just some of the areas that need significant consideration. So what if I told you that there was a college counseling service that could help you navigate this process from start to finish, developed specifically for student-athletes? Headquartered right here in Texas, Athletes to Athletes is just what you need. At the be- as the best college counseling service available to students, this local business is focused solely on helping student-athletes find the right college program for their needs both on and off the field. This program encompasses all the expertise and services of a traditional college counselor with the added programs, tools, and resources that are unique to the student-athlete experience. Do me a favor and go to athletes2athletes.com DC today to schedule your free info session and see how they can help you pursue the best college program for you. That's athletes2athletes.com DC. Or scan that QR code. Do that. Pickle, let's go to the hotline, and let's bring in uh, a professor at the at Olmus, but uh, a guy who we're talking to because he's a white oak guy, East, going out to East Texas, East Texas, uh, and talk uh, about uh, a book he's got coming out uh, called uh, called uh, uh, called uh, Draw the Line about the 2014 Gilmer Buckeyes. We're joined by Dr. Hunter Taylor. Dr. Taylor, thank you so much for your time. Greg, thanks so much for having me. Uh, I want to ask you a little bit about your connection to Gilmer, your connection to East Texas. You are, you're a white oak guy. You don't live there now. Uh, Oxford, Mississippi is, is home for you. But, but, but can you tell us a little bit about your, your ties to the area? Yeah, for sure. So I grew up in, in the White Oak area. My wife, she's also from the Hallsville area. Hmm. And uh, both of our parents were were coaches and teachers in the area. And so, you know, growing up a high school football coach's son, you know, I can't remember a time where I'm not reading your magazine, going to coaching school as a kid. Uh, I'm going to this clinic with my dad and I'm just a little one or whatever. I'm sitting in the back, got to be quiet, bring my toys or whatever like that. You know, I lo- you know, you grow up 
you're used to being in a field house or a practice field or something like that. It's all about the team and the community and all that kind of stuff. And the places that obviously make up East Texas, the majority of them are small towns. So you're talking, this is probably the primary thing that drives conversation in these towns. And so when you leave an area like that, I think you're always looking for a way, a story or something like that to where you can give somebody a snapshot of what it was like growing up where you're from. And, uh, I got, I was fortunate enough. I got to come back to the area, uh, in my late twenties. And I was a, I was a coach at spring Hill high school. Hmm. I was their head basketball coach. And we were in the same district, uh, with Jeff trailer and the Gilmer Buckeyes, Scott Surratt and the Carthage Bulldogs. He was brutal from a football standpoint. And I think y'all nicknamed it the district of doom. And, uh, you talk about though, from, uh, somebody that was always looking to get better and pluck ideas, being, even being a basketball guy. Uh, I mean, I was just, enamored by how great they had built these programs with their communities, how rich they were and in regards to, you know, the amount of pride they took in, in their football programs and how that kind of like emerged with a town's identity. And uh, I always thought that was just a unique, unique thing about East Texas and Texas in general. Yeah, most certainly. And, and so you've you've written this book, uh, Draw, yeah. the, Draw the Line, uh, about the about the the 2014 uh, Gilmer Buckeyes. Um, and and I'm interested, you know, there's a lot of great stories in Texas high school football. Yeah. Why this one? Why was this the one that 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 you were so drawn to? Absolutely. I'm trying to do a good job on messaging this because it's not a biopic, right? It's not a bio on just Jeff. I always thought, you know, Jeff was great to me, you know, 10 years ago up until now. And Jeff's great to a lot of people. Like, that's his gift. He's great to you, probably. And like, I think because of that, you got to know him and his staff as a result. And I've never seen such a tight knit group when they were all together at Gilmer, like, that they're they stayed together for so long and you talk about the potential impact you have in a small town community uh over the course of almost 20 years what that does because we're so transient now like people move you know all the time and and uh all that kind of stuff and so getting to know them their backstories and their origin stories i thought uh, help tell some great stories about other places in that area and for Texas high school football. And so like, uh, you know, I, I spent time where, where one of the chapters is just over, you know, when Jeff was mentored by Danny Long and that great staff they had in Jacksonville in the 90s where the McCowan brothers are their quarterbacks. I mean, you can forget about how, um, you know, legendary that crew was together and the success they had and what that did for that community. And then you go back another one. There's another chapter on just, you know, Danny talking about how him, Matt Turner and Wayne Coleman all learned under the great Dennis Parker in Marshall. And for East Texas, I mean, my, my in-laws work in Marshall. There's still a lot of proud people about, uh, they feel a certain kind of way when you're talking about 1980s, late 80s, 1990 Marshall High School uh, and, and those great teams and that state championship team. And then, I mean, you talk about that, that has origins all the way back down to Converse Judson, mm -hmm. you know, with D.W. Rutledge. So I thought it was a way to tell a grand story about uh, friendship, loyalty, 
uh, how coaching is such an apprenticeship. You know, it's a, a great group that's together, and then they kind of like look over some of the younger coaches on staff, grow them up, and then somebody starts a new, uh, you know, an add-in in another place, and you just see how many people are impacted by uh, this great tree and this this level of continuity that's extremely rare nowadays. We're talking to Dr. Hunter Taylor, uh, the author of Draw the Line, about the, the book of, upcoming book about the 2014 uh, Gilmer Buckeyes uh, here on Texas Football Today. Get involved the conversation and hashtag Tia Today. Uh, so this was the final season for Jeff Taylor yes. in Gilmer. Uh, final yes. season there as uh, as a Texas high school football coach, although he would tell you that, that he's still a Texas high school football coach. Um, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in what your conversations with him were like um, after this fact, because we know, I mean, we're quite familiar with him, as you maybe you yes. the cover of our magazine. Um, I'm interested uh, what, what, your, what your experience was in talking with Coach Trailer for this book um, and, and getting his perspective on, on that remarkable season. For sure. So this was, and I didn't, I didn't do a great job, I think, even answering part of your last question, because that 2014 season, it was a great way to kind of crisscross and have a, a capstone season where that great staff that has origins to all these other places is the last dance, if you will. They're all last together. And then there were just some unique human interest aspects, as you know. You know, they tragically lost a player at the beginning of the season before it began. You had a controversial transfer in. You had a couple players that just kind of grow into maturity. You know, they become the young men that they're capable of. And they obviously have a fantastic playoff game that's that's legendary in east texas when they play gladewater dalen mack mm. and then obviously they beat west orange start they win their last championship and then you know kind of slowly the band breaks up but like having combos we worked on this for it's been about six years of work mm. and so we are so proud that this is out there because it's a grand story i think and so like the conversations with jeff I mean, he was always great about it but like you you know you know him for a long time so like these were casual, candid conversations for so long. And now, like, you, I think you almost think, hey, these have to be formal things done. And, you know, was it like, you you know, the staff let you in for a specific period of time? It was like we kind of you just got a lot of uh, candid conversations over a long period of time. Jeff was so great about you know, opening the key, if you will, mm -hmm. that's a very tight knit group over there in Gilmer, as you know. And so for them to feel comfortable enough to share the good stuff, if you will, of like, you know, what it was really like on, you know, the, the great aspects, the tough aspects of being a staff for that long and how they all viewed each other. And they're like brothers. Um, and then also, I mean, I loved, I thought the, 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 the part that was so fun for me um, that, that the project had enough trust to yield was like when I got to talk with Blake Lynch, Chris Boyd, and McLean Carter. Um, because Especially like McLean, GJ's younger brother, as most people remember him as. But I mean, McLean had a heck of a career on his own, but what a you – know, he was best friends with Desmond Pollard. Uh, the the player that they tragically lost. And so that's a very sensitive thing to talk about when you have to relive something that was traumatic 
and you know that's really kind of like i'm sure it marked him in a way where he now i mean that was a marker where you kind of you got to grow up fast you know and and then kind of like what are your motivations for playing and how you honor someone and uh, grief and celebration i mean the whole deal i mean uh, those conversations I, they, I thought they were very sacred and i was very very grateful that that whole group felt good enough over time to trust me with those stories uh Dr. Hunter Taylor joining us here, uh, the author of uh, Draw the Line. And, and final question for you, uh, Doctor. I want to ask you a little bit about, you know, you were familiar with this story, obviously. Um, right. You, you know, living in East Texas, being a high school football, just a high school football fan, somebody who likes it, it, it's hard not to know this story. As you're going through and doing the the, the deep dive and, and researching this story that, that's, respond, that's necessary for a book like this, was there anything that surprised you? Was there anything that like caught you by surprise uh, in learning more about this story that, that made you kind of take a step back and say, whoa, I, I didn't yes. realize it was that? Oh, totally. So the thing is, I think you learn the most about someone by who they have standing to the right and the left of them, like who somebody associates with, you get a really good picture of what they really value and who they spend their time with. And so I think that's something I've always admired about Jeff and and grew to a much greater uh, level of respect is getting to know Matt Turner and you know people like him and Alan Metzel. Uh, And that's just to name a few. There's a lot more, but like growing up there, and then even coming back to coach in that area when they were all still together, I've never, I never heard of Matt Turner. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was pretty plugged in, <laughs> you know, from family stuff or whatever. And so you learn about somebody that there's not a self-promoting bone in his body, wants to be left alone, wants to just coach, serve, go home, raise his family, then come back and solely focus on kids. Or Alan Metzel, who's a head football coach, AD, and then pastors a church on the side, and he doesn't take a salary, and he stepped in to do that stuff when his stepfather passed away. And like, those people don't exist. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, I don't know people that live moment to moment and day to day with the amount of faithfulness and integrity as those people do. And so the fact that like they love Jeff, Jeff loves them and there's several others. I'm not even, you know, that's the tip of the iceberg, but like you get a good picture of who someone is uh, and what they value and what the program's built on and what a community values, right? Like that's a very deep community that they honor people of character and they kind of like put them on a pedestal. Now those people have to back it up then too. And men like Matt Turner and Alan Metzel, they back it up. He's Dr. Hunter Taylor. He's the author of Draw the Line. Jeff Trailer, the Gilmer Buckeyes in a season deep in the heart of East Texas. Uh, where can folks pick up this book? Easiest way is it's online at Amazon right now, but I mean, Barnes and Noble's a carrier, Target's a carrier. If they don't have it, they've got it in their inventory to where they can order that for you. We're going to do a couple more in-person events. We're actually doing one today in Gilmer and Jeff's coming in for it. The whole staff and the gang will have a good time. And then tomorrow night in the historic tomato bowl Ah. in Jacksonville, Texas, you know, we're going to do an event in their press box and it's open to the public. And uh, I mean, you'll have, you know, not only Jeff, uh, Danny Long, the McCallans. I mean, it's going to be sweet. And uh, and then we're going to do one thing July 11th in Marshall, where the great Dennis Parker is going to come in and and those folks. And then we'll be in San Antonio in coaching school and we'll have copies with us there and are looking for some creative ways to do some things uh, in San Antonio. So. 
Exceptional. Dr. Taylor, we certainly appreciate your time. Congratulations on the book and uh, very best of luck to you. Thanks so much, Greg. And Greg, I really respect a lot what you do. I don't even know if you remember this. I met you on the sidelines of the uh, 6A State Finals game, Westlake, this ah, past year. And I came up to you. Yes. And I said, man, we, we live up in Oxford, Mississippi now. I even got my parents to move up there. <laughs> and they pay and they pay extra, extra to get uh, whatever extra uh, the channels that, that aren't yeah. part of the normal package so we can watch your show. Wow. <laughs> so, well, we sure appreciate it. Uh, thank you very yeah. much, Dr. Taylor. All the best. Thanks so much for having me. All right. There you go. Dr. Hunter Taylor. The book is Draw the Line. Jeff Trailer. The Gilmer Buckeyes in a season deep in the heart of East Texas. I'm going to need to pick up a copy. I've, I haven't read it yet. I need to pick it up. But Mm-mm. I'm obviously familiar with that story and familiar with uh, Jeff Trailer and, and, and all that. So it should be, should be a good read. Uh, we appreciate Dr. Hunter Taylor joining us. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, just a reminder, tomorrow will be our last show for a mm-hmm. hot, hot minute. But, but we've got a... We, we got, got some stuff tomorrow. Got some, we got six A top ten. Uh-huh. That's good, right? Uh, we have. Uh, we're supposed to announce something else. Oh, the the winner of the uh, the we're gonna have health on mailback Friday. Yeah. We have a hashtag challenge of, of who who uh, who won the, the the promo code challenge, and also a major Dave Campbell's Texas football announcement. A major Dave Campbell's Texas football announcement right off the top tomorrow noon. Texas football today. You do not want to miss it. It is an earth-shattering announcement. Texas, dun, dun, dun. Texas football today. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Dr. Hunter Taylor, the author of Draw the Line, Jeff Trailer, the Gilmer Buckeyes, and a season deep in the heart of East Texas for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, these Republic of Football people, Fartley, <laughs> Come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. <laughs>